Hi, this is Patty with this week's podcast, and Sherry is with me again today, and we're broadcasting from Patty's office and Sherry's home. So welcome to our little world here. Today we're going to talk about Halloween. Halloween Friday the 31st happens to be a full moon. Now, Halloween is almost always, or it is always in the sign of Scorpio, the sign of the dead and the what is so nice about Halloween, the fun, fun coolies. But to this year, we've got a full moon, and a full moon means the moon is exactly opposite the sun. And, and for those interested, the exact time of this full moon in Wilmington, Delaware, is 10 o'clock in the morning, 48 minutes and 17 seconds. And interestingly, at exactly that same time, we have the planet Uranus and the planet, the moon, exactly conjunct and opposite the sun. So I'm calling this almost a double full moon. There will be extra activity and it will be noticed. Like a double whammy, right? It sure is. Yep. Yep. We're going to notice that. The way I'm looking at it, Patty, and please expand on this for me, is I think it's going to be not in a good way. I'm wondering, are we going to see an escalation or a continuance of of maybe some of the civil unrest that's going on right now? I agree with you there because the combination of the moon, who represents emotions, and Uranus, which represents uh, revolution, uh, unexpected things. I think you're right. There will be more unrest based upon emotions. Now, some of this will be deliberate, as we know, but it based upon emotions and not common sense or thought. And these are two fixed signs. And what that means to everybody, me, these, both the sign of Taurus and Scorpio like control. So if there's any unrest, it'll be over control of something. So that is the, and we know that full moons are crazy enough. So this is what to expect is uh, out of control emotions. And there there are good things about the full moon, which we will uh, talk about at the end. Now, Sherry, the other thing we have with this full moon is another opposition. And in astrology, oppositions usually indicate one-on-one interactions or relationship situations. So we have the planet Venus in its own sign of Libra. It is opposite the sign of Chiron in the sign of Aries. So this, this part of the day, along with the full moon, brings more relationship focus, possibly confrontations and oppositions. But for those who are of the sign of Libra and Aries, you will find that you're having a seesaw effect where the tension is between cooperation and partnership and wanting to be free. At this point, we all need each other, so a little bit of cooperation and interdependence would be helpful. So, Sherry, do you have any comments on that one, along with the full moon? No, I think that that's good to keep in mind that it's balancing. So, the good news about that is if you can balance it, right? Yeah, that's right. For freedom and independence, along with doing something for the relationship or doing something for somebody else. Right. But you stripped your freedom 
a little bit. Um, if you can get that balance right, you could have a very good outcome. Yes. So it's not necessarily a bad news story. Yeah, none of these are really bad, except we know that full moons are crazy. Now, for those who don't know, the planetoid, I call it a planetoid, Chiron is uh, has been newly discovered in the past 10 or 15 years, and it has been said to rule or be the patron planet of Virgo, but we're not going into that today. But where the sign Chiron is in is where people are a little unsure of themselves. So going through the atmosphere now... Ego, we have seen this everywhere, but ego is fragile now, and ego is easily discouraged, and it's easily shattered. So this opposition between Chiron the insecure and Venus in Libra, its own sign, a very secure in partnership and relationship, the the woman part of the relationship and the one that wants to cooperate can soothe the ego of the other and help bring that interdependence and warmth and beauty that the insecure ego really needs. That's pretty interesting. Okay, that explains that aspect really very well. Thank you for that. Okay, now the other thing we have in the full moon itself is the planet Saturn is in its own sign of Capricorn. And it is in a tense or square challenging situation with the planet of Mercury, which is retrograde right now in the sign of Libra. So Mercury itself likes to be explanatory, likes to make things clear to people, likes to talk. It's retrograde. We're going over some lessons here. Mercury and Libra would be very conciliatory and diplomatic. But Saturn is sitting over here holding it back, and Saturn is pulling and pulling on Mercury, which means to the layman that there are circumstance, very strong circumstances that are in, uh, enmeshed in either the law or the establishment that is pulling the communication to be less communication, communication to be less dramatic and to be less voluble. In a person's chart, it would be the people a person doesn't talk much because they're reticent. So we don't know if the press will be uh, told not to report or the press will voluntarily not report some of the things that are happening on Halloween. What do you think, Sherry? So that's interesting that you say that there might be some with what's coming out with the press, and it makes sense, I think, astrologically, because we know how strong Saturn is in its own sign of Capricorn, and I think it's almost like it's kind of speeding up, right? Yeah, yes. And being a bully a little bit, so um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe... We found out after the fact that there was something that we didn't know. That could be, yeah. Comes out later, maybe. Right, and some of that might be good, but we don't. We won't know that till later. So. <clears throat> So that's the full moon. To recap the full moon as a full moon all by itself, it's in the signs of. Uh, Taurus and Scorpio, so the tension relationship-wise will be over control. We will also have tension between freedom and independence and ego and someone trying to soothe. 
So, and then we have the reticence of the press and of communication. So, oh, and I forgot something here, Sherry. Mercury rules young people. And Saturn rules old people. Oh, yeah. Saturn rules the, the parents of the, of the Zodiac. So the father image or parental image might prevent the young people from going out. Okay. And we're talking about, so we're not talking about going out to vote because this is specific to the exact time of the full moon. That yes, that's the full moon day, yes. Right. Okay. Now what we would like to do is see if the full moon is doing anything to the United States chart. So we have the full moon going through, interesting, the house of children and the house of groups and friends. So with the opposition, we've got the tension here and the relationship balance, trying to balance between Children and friends. Leave the government out of it. <laughs> we'll just try to leave the government out of it and say children and friends. And who is going to manage or control the children going out? Um, we also have a, a lot of tension between the flare-up and maybe the ego, or let's call it unrest, around the home fires in your towns. And there is tension and clashing going on with the law. So there could be some lawbreakers going on. And then we also have a tension situation here between the president himself, who is clashing with, uh, again, the law. He is clashing with the law and making rhetoric. We're, ex we're used to that, but he's making statements that are at, uh, at odds with what is being publicly stated and making uh, at odds with what we're calling uh, astrologically the law. Now, we also have a long-term aspect with the United States chart, which is very good. We have... Um, a situation, a good situation going on here where the person, the establishment who is for the law and who is definitely in charge, this is specifically not the president, but it, there is good rapport with higher law, meaning the courts, perhaps the Supreme Court, even though I don't think it's in, in session right now. So long term, we're looking at a beneficial situation legally and as Sherry mentioned earlier, with um, our uh, foreign governments that we get along with. There could be new agreements come about during the time of the full moon that would be good. I've said a lot. Uh, Sherry, do you have any questions on this? Any comments? Yes. I, I love your comments. I, thank you. <laughs> I, I like all your answers to all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's one really great aspect that you were referring to and talking about the law and maybe some good positive international relations coming. Okay. Th you want me to g uh, give the astrological aspects here? For those who are subscribing, they receive the, the charts that we're talking about so you can li li literally see it. We have transiting Pluto in the sky 
transiting or going through the United States second house of finances and second house of self and possessions and self-esteem. It could be resources. That planet Pluto is in a beautiful trine or 120 degree angle with the United States natal Neptune, which is sitting in the United States ninth house. Ninth house is the Supreme Court. The ninth house is our foreign allies, and it is religion. I forgot. That just popped into my head. There could be some kind of very, very good spiritual or religion situation coming about right at this time. This is a long-term thing that's going to happen through um, through the end of November. And Neptune does have to do with spirituality anyway, kind of inherently. So being in the ninth house, that would two indications that um, some type of religion or spirituality might be a focus in a good way. I'm wondering if it talks about or can speak to the fact that, you know, maybe there's going to be more compassion for humanity, maybe we'll be taking care of each other, and do you think that maybe it could talk about or um, be a foreshadowing of a voice? I think you're onto something there too, because we know the um, chemical, chemical, the pharmaceutical country uh, companies all over the world are very busy, deep, deep into research, which is that Pluto. They have been researching and they have discarded some things. I read up on all this, and they have South Korea had a breakthrough, but then people started to die, so they started over. They have to find out exactly what the genes are. This is real difficult stuff uh, for science, but I think you're right that with all this deep research going on, and it's going on through the, let me look exactly, the end of, where does Pluto go at 22? This is through the first week of November, which is just two weeks from now, two and a half weeks from now. All this research has been happening for a long time, and I think based upon the planets that a breakthrough in the virus, either the medicine or the vaccine, Now, since it's Pluto, and Pluto rules death, it's in Capricorn, the sign of death, but it's in a trine, which is in a beautiful, good situation with Neptune, who rules all the liquids in the body. This could be a really good scientific breakthrough where the planet and the sign of death means the death of the virus. So let us look at that, and everybody that listens, remind me at the second week of November after the election, oh, do we have um, at least a medicine for the virus so everybody can start to go out? Okay. Thank you, Sherry, for that. That's really good. Okay. Yes, I know it might be nice if that came a little bit earlier than expected. Yes. would be very welcome news for us. Yes. And we know that in the middle of December, two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, leave the sign of the pandemic. I call them the pandemic. They're leaving the sign of the virus and going into new signs, and they'll stay there. So the the effects of the virus will start to wane. The new infections will start to wane, and perhaps it's because of a vaccine or a medicine uh, indicated by this beautiful trine that will work. I know you'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will, we will. You can um, kind of support it, right? So, good. 
Now, the, what I'd like to do for everybody now is what I usually do in the newsletter is this is a full moon. What parts of the body do, does this full moon affect? For those in the medical and the police fields, they know exactly what we're talking about. And the sign of Scorpio is the reproductive organs. The sign of Taurus is the throat and the, the whole throat and the bottom jaw. So if there are going to be any injuries, that's most likely what will happen. <clears throat> but for each of the signs, we've already said that Taurus and um, Scorpio will probably have relationship control issues. Who's going to control what? Probably money. Then we have the other fixed signs of Leo and Aquarius. And this full moon brings on control situations. Now, Aquarius controls groups. So whoever's in charge of a group is having control issues. Leo likes to control himself and children. And the financial situation involved with these two signs of Scorpio and Taurus indicate that Leo might not be happy with somebody asking them to account for their expenditures. (laughs) But... The sign, the other earth signs of Taurus and Capricorn, basically speaking with this full moon, are going to be the soothers. They're the practical ones who can help Taurus. And the water signs of Cancer and Pisces basically can help Scorpio. However, with Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn in the sign of Capricorn, they're opposite the sign of Cancer And they're intentioned with the signs of Aries and Libra. And there could be other additional uh, challenging situations with those signs. The signs of Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Now basically the signs of, of Libra should be a good, they should have this good because Venus is in their own sign. The sign of Sagittarius is basically little bit neutral unless the moon kind of asks you to accommodate something financial excuse me the sign of pisces we've already said can help scorpio and has an opportunity to uh, help calm down uh, taurus and knowing taurus taurus is usually placid and agreeable and taurus is low-key until their temper gets aroused And then it's like a volcanic explosion. Happens about once every five years. So if you know a Taurus and all of a sudden they're exploding, you get your cancer friend or your your Virgo friend and say, hey, calm me down. Let's bet some common sense here. Um, I have seen seen Taurus tempers. and (laughs) It's rare, but it's really a show. I have a very dear friend who's a Taurus. And um, so... Me as her Aries friend, I would not be the best person to calm her down. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you probably could with some imagination, but it, it would take a soothing sign to do that. Even Cap- especially Capricorn could really bring common sense to Taurus. Who who have we forgotten here? Uh, Gemini. Basically, Gemini is fairly neutral here. Gemini is neutral. But with the signs, uh, with with the new moon, with the full moon, and Gemini will be adjusting. Gemini will be and um, will be adjusting to all the control issues around them. 
And knowing Gemini, they'll either disappear along with Pisces, although they don't usually get along too well. But Gemini will try their best to help people see all sides of the situation, but usually does not like to get involved in controversy and will just kind of disappear, kind of slide away. But if everybody would listen to the Gemini, because they have the talent of being able to see all sides of the picture and be able to say something, that really makes a difference. Okay. Have we? Who have we forgotten? Anybody, Sherry? I don't think you've forgotten anybody. But I did have one question, and it's going back just a little bit to where you were talking about the parts of the body. Oh, yes. Um, so Scorpio being reproductive... And, you know, a full moon, we talk about the medical field as well as the, the police activity that happens. I wonder if we're going to have a lot of babies being born then. I bet we do. I bet we do, because we know the full moon pulls the pulls uh, the emotions and the water part of our bodies out, and I bet there will be a lot of babies born. We'll have to look at that. Yeah. I don't know where to look, but... Just, uh, <laughs> I don't have any babies, so I don't look around, look for babies. But those of you listening, if a lot of babies are being born October 31 on Halloween, let us know. Let us yes, know. Yes. That would be great. Yes, somebody works in the hospital, and actually, and my husband used to be an obstetrician, and he would have known. But anybody who might work in a hospital and they think it's crazy with all these women coming in and labor, let us know. Let us know. That's right. Now, there's one last thing I would like to bring up. Um, I'm into and practice esoteric astrology for myself. Esoteric astrology is the astrology of the soul. And some of the astrological patron planets are different. And how the energy comes through the chart is a little more complicated. But when a full moon, in esoteric astrology, the full moon is the time to meditate. This is a beautiful spiritual time to meditate and be aware of the quality of the energy coming in the full moon. And in esoteric astrology, this full moon is called the full moon of Scorpio because the sun is in Scorpio. Now, Scorpio is the sign of transformation, changing from one form to another. So... During the full moon in Scorpio is the time for us to do our meditation, to absorb the rays that come through Gemini, or Gemini, through Scorpio into our lives and concentrate on the quality of transformation. What are you going through now that might be difficult? Can you... Take a look at any challenge or relationship as, oh, this is an initiation. This is something that my soul is asking me to do. How can I uh, manage this, whatever it is, for the highest good of everyone? And when you do that, you go through that initiation. So, the, again, the exact time of the full moon is at 10, 48, 17 a.m., Halloween, October 31. There is a group of us who will be doing the full moon meditation. We don't need to all do it at exactly the same time. Just know that when you do it, you are uh, connecting spiritually with all the people in the world who are meditating on the full moon. If you would like more information about this, and especially if you know your chart, contact me. 
Okay, my email, patty at pattytheastrologer.com. And my patty is with a Y, P-A-T-T-Y. You all know that anyway. So, Sherry, what comments do you have to eat so we can wrap up here? I just want to say thank you for that uplifting message that you gave us at the end about the Scorpio meditation and the transformation. I think it wraps it all up very nicely and also helps us to, you know, keep in perspective some of the things that are going on, some of the transformations that we may be seeing in our own lives that may not be exactly so it was an uplifting message. I thank you for that. Yeah. And one last thing, uh, Sherry and I talked about this. If you have, if you know your horoscope and you have a degree, a planet in a degree of 22, 23, and 24 degrees, let us know. Sherry and I are planning a podcast after the election on those of us that have these degrees in our charts because we're going through major transformation. Uh, Sherry and I are both having major, major challenges in our lives. How are we handling them? And if we have a podcast with a group of us talking about that specific thing, I think it would help everybody. So, again, please contact me if you have a 22 and 23 degree planet or your ascendant or midheaven, any sign, and we'll get together and have a group podcast for that. And, again, my email Patty at pattytheastrologer.com. So we'll sign off for now, and next week we will do and be doing the aftermath of the election. So, Sherry, thank you. Thank you, Patty. Okay, well, good luck with your challenge. You as well. Yeah, yes, <laughs> okay. Bye for now. Okay, bye for now.